What you're going to hear in this episode of Making Men Look Smart podcast is me talking to mate to measure expert Jeffrey from Belgium. It's going to be super interesting if you think, if you see yourself as a mate to measure tailor, as a mate to measure salesperson in the future. I guarantee that this podcast is going to give you more clues about whether that is the right industry for you, whether that's the right job for you, whether that's something you should be doing. So if you're into those things, if you're into fashion, if you're into looking good, but also you're into making money and business side of things, this podcast with Jeffrey is going to be amazing for you. Without further ado, Let's go. Hi, my name is Michael, and this is Making Men Look Smarter podcast. We will talk about how to dress better, how to avoid common mistakes, and how to generally be presentable in all social situations. And to be honest, this is the podcast I wish I had growing up. Stay stylish and listen on. Hello, everyone. This is Michael, and welcome again in our another conversation that we've got um, with an absolutely awesome person. A person that I met for the first time at Pity this year, which was a few months ago, but I've probably been a huge fan of for the last year or so, and I probably consume more of his pictures than his mum on Instagram. So, um, hello, welcome to my podcast, welcome to my YouTube channel. Um, say a few words about you, where you're from, what you do, what's the story? Um, Jeffrey Nesmans, I'm from Belgium. I'm a metamedia specialist for Auger. It's a Dutch firm specialized in uh, Italian fashion, Italian brands, uh, from uh, Atelier to Finamore, from Finamore to Munro, and at Dutch Atelier in Amsterdam, where we work together for the metamedia department. Uh-huh. It's a fantastic job, it's a passion. I uh-huh. got my passion for fashion, so it's nice to do this. Yes. And, uh, it's nice to meet you also <laughs> good yes yeah, so brilliant i mean it's 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 exactly that what we're going to be obviously talking about today is um, is what obviously jeffrey does which is made to measurable so he is a sort of um, well-rounded individual so we're going to be no doubt talking and escaping fashion and talking about other things as well uh, so thank you so much for for joining me thank you so much for for being around um <laughs> Let's let's talk about made to measure straight away because I think it's a topic that uh, it's definitely growing interest. I know you've been doing that for how long? Made to measure? Uh, made to measure do now for five years and fashion in total now almost eight. Okay. So. Uh... So, in your opinion, has the made to measure changed uh, sort of when you started versus right now? Do you see anything different? Yeah. It, it changed also for the people around me, also mm-hmm. for the public. Mm-hmm. More men uh, wear suits uh, for the business, for uh, politics, uh, for the banking, uh, lawyers. Mm-hmm. They're all changing the mindsets to change, not buying from the rack, but buying something personal, something from their own, made to measure. Uh, it's, special fabric with a nice button, uh, with a nice lining mm-hmm. to make it more personal. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. So it's it's growing in, in Antwerp, Belgium. It's growing really. It's you you see the difference on the street also. But 
But is it okay? Because that you know what I've seen so far. Obviously, I've I've only been doing made to measure really sort of full time, probably less than six months. You know, where I I obviously go and find clients and measure them and and you know produce nice garments for them. But uh, what I've seen so far, it's because. And probably part of that is this sort of new wave of made-to-measure people where it seems as if, like, everyone is doing made-to-measure. Everyone is doing private labels clothing. Everyone is doing private label shoes. Everyone is kind of opening their Shopify store to sell sneakers or sell, um, you know, T-shirts or things. Like, this sort of... This sort of vibe of making uh, your own brand has become this new thing, in my opinion, in the last sort of year or so. And I'm being the example of that, you know, starting obviously made-to-measure company as well. So do, do you see that as well, that the competition is different, that there's more people doing that? Um, I see it also, yes, I'm going to be honest with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see a lot of growing from small businesses, young guys who do made-to-measure, working together with uh, some... Uh, nice uh, houses, small houses to make it more bespoke, to be unique. Uh-huh. But to real, you see it, like you said, everywhere you can buy now some sneakers with your own brand, some nice mm. Chelsea, something, how we say, special. Mm. And everybody want to pick something with it. But mm, we work more together and everybody got his own style, his own details, but for real suits, a good suits, uh, the, we got more like colleagues around mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which and they come for us because we got certain brands. They go to them because they got their brands. So we're not killing each other here. Mm-hmm. We're helping each other actually mm-hmm. because it's yeah, it's 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 not only it's not only fashion. It is more a personal style, a statement for some people, and mm-hmm. want to help everyone who wears a suit as good as possible mm. to help them and support them in the way they are mm. and how they are mm. wearing this. It must feel good, actually. Absolutely. Yeah, so you, you mentioned about sort of detailing that you you kind of, um, you know, you've got one style of detail and someone has other style. Like, what's your signature, uh, you know, move? What's your signature that you know, oh, this is my piece, I can see that because of X, Y, and Z. What's the one thing that you that you do that people recognize you for or you recognize your own suits when you see it online like oh this guy where's my suit like what is there something that you do that that only you do or or you know little little bits and pieces not really okay. uh, uh very classic actually mm-hmm. uh the 70% of the suits i fix actually for the customer will mm-hmm. be very ton sur ton very classic mm-hmm. uh, gray gray lining Nothing too spectacular, actually. Not too, I say, trendy. So, so why would they go for this? Why wouldn't they just go to ready-to-wear if they want this kind of plain suit, nothing spectacular, no gold buttons, nothing like that? They just want to look. Why would they? Why would they do that? Why would First they pay premium? Uh, a mid-measure suit is to the bone to mm-hmm. be exactly mm-hmm. um, they buy something on the rack they go to the tailor to fit it on the body now it fits from the first step actually so mm-hmm. they are feeling better from mm-hmm. the first time mm-hmm. they tie it on the first is the doubt mm-hmm. oh I need to choose from a small piece of fabric I don't see the end of it exactly. Suit. exactly it's very difficult but if you explain it and you build some trust with the person uh, and the person customer trust the tailor me or you or mm-hmm. Somebody else mm-hmm. in this business, 
um, they will be feeling happy. And what I also said is, if you are a sportive guy, you're never changing your weight, uh, you wear suits all the time, try this one. We do it very sick, very mm-hmm. normal, nothing special, no eye catcher, just a normal mm-hmm. suit, gray mm-hmm. lining, blue, blue lining. Mm-hmm. Then we can try it out later on with some special effects mm-hmm. on details. Mm-hmm squares, uh, black watch, you know what I mean? So uh, that's how I started, actually. And more and more people actually are going for the made to measure because they don't need to pay a tailor to let a suit out of the rack fit it. Hmm. So that's a very strong point uh, in Antwerp, actually, to be honest. And What about shirts? Do you make also made to measure shirts? And yes. and how does how does that compare to um, ready to wear? Like because obviously ready to wear shirts they are probably third or fifth of the price depends on where you get them from. And made to measure shirts it kind of looks the same, but of course it doesn't. We know it doesn't, and it doesn't feel that way. But for the person from the outside, they're going to be looking at the shirt for I don't know 150 pounds, 180 euros, whatever whatever the shirt cost. And they're going to be like, oh, why would I pay this if I can go to the shop to get similar shirt for, you know, 50 euros, right? So, so what would you say on the, on the shirt side of things? Like, how, how, what would you say to the customer if they would come to you and say, I, you know, why would I make a shirt? Suit is different because it's kind of big, I understand it, but shirt is kind of, yeah, I can buy it cheaply somewhere else. What's your answer? Yeah, of course. It's first of all, the quality. Quality is... Mm-hmm total different you can choose your own fabric uh, mm-hmm. you make it more personalized the initials mm-hmm. the details the cuff the color you can combine the most crazy ideas with the most craziest fabrics in the world uh-huh. make it fully for your own and uh-huh. if you buy something out of the rack you must stick take to what they have. It actually, with how it fits how it feels and how it works mm. and you can all change that if you pay a lot of money mm. To change it to your personal idea and mm. now you can make it from a to z how you mm. like it how you want it how it fits and most of the time it works and the people go for the made to measure and mm. i sell a lot more made to measure shirts than i sell shirts out of the rack nice nice so well okay who- so so if you if you would say that uh, the biggest or the the, the most uh, items that you sell right now is made to measure shirts then made to measure suits and then sort of off the rack stuff is that is that how you would say no. We do, we do the full picture actually. If they come for a suit, I always write a shirt with it to make it a nice combination, a good shirt with a good, uh, with a good suit. Always nice. We sell some ties with it. Uh, the shoes are a little bit difficult sometimes, but mm. uh, we do it also. Yeah. But yeah, a good. And as I always say, if you buy a suit, made to match, buy a good shirt with it also. It's the picture complete. Yeah. You feel better. Yeah. And you got experience. The experience is, says a lot. If it's good experience for the first time, it comes back or every time. Every time it comes back. So yes. and just choosing, just choosing fabrics and first one shirt and two shirts. And now I got customers who come by, send me a WhatsApp and say, Jeffrey, I need some new shirts. Yes. I got white planes uh, because I uh, got a smoosh with the uh, with the last dinner last night. So uh, I yeah. take five shirts and they go also in bigger amounts actually. Yes. More I mean, pieces. exactly. How often do you actually get your customers to come back to you and rebuy things from you? So, if you know you established something and you know they they bought a suit, they bought a shirt, are they clients for life, or are you more like uh, you know you're always chasing new clients? Because, um, 
after three weeks, after the first delivery, mm-hmm. I called him back, I sent an email. Uh, I'm really personal. I want to ask how how are you? How's the wife? How are the kids? How is your dog? Perfect. Thank you. How are the shirts? Yeah, fantastic. Um, do you need something else? Uh, working through something else, and they always come back, drink a cup of coffee in the store. Uh, we got a dinner meeting last night with some good friends of mine. Actually, Ash first customers, now good friends. Nice. And uh, they just on the table, I need some new shirts. Yeah, I will yeah. measure them. Yeah. I got your measurements, so I'll order them for you. And they trust me, and it's, it's more like a trust you create. People will trust Let's you. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that, because I think it's super important for people. Whoever wants to start in this business, any business for that matter, I think, is... The, the, the thing that you just said is probably one of the most important things ever. Okay, you making good products. Okay, you're very good at what you do. But without the clients, without the network, without the um, you know the people that you can that they trust you and and you and you know you build that trust. Without that, the business is worth zero, right? Because yeah. the, the, everything is, is in that. Like, talk about it because it's super important. Like, you are very good at what you do, but that's just 50% of the story. You have to have that sort of network, right? How do you build that? How do you get started? Um, how we get started? I started uh, five years ago. So, first, I did door to door. So, I searched for hotels, more bigger amounts from the beginning, mm-hmm. start dressing hotels, um, the personnel on the desk, the Bali, you know, the information room, uh, then the directors, and all the same, blue suits, 10, 15 blue suits, gray suits, every hotel got its own design, so it's nice and trustworthy to have a good named hotel in Belgium, where's your suits, customers nice. come, businessman comes, they say, oh, nice suit, yeah, it's from Auger, it's from Jeffrey, call Jeffrey, so, if you got... Nice. A lot of people using your name and they are not afraid using your name because they are also happy from the product they buy from you. It got easier to build out a network, talk to talk, mouth to mouth advertising actually. Mm. And that was the first step for me, mm-hmm. uh, gaining followers but also customers and uh, people are happy with what I do. So they come to me and after a while, they buy suits, two suits, three suits. How are you? How's the family? How's the kids? Oh, super. They're going to high school. They study mm. off. They got a lawyer mm. degree. And they go, you know everything about them. And they are so happy. when. They How do you keep them. that information? Well, because that's super important as well. Like, is it all in your head or you've got a spreadsheet? Uh, you've got... Um, depending how much you see the customer and the uh-huh. people. So uh-huh. some, some people see every week just for a shirt, maybe for a tie, maybe for a shawl, uh, for some underwear, for braces, for cufflinks. They come back for... Anything. Anything. Yeah. But I see other customers traveling around the sea three months, every three months, every four months. So I write it down. And it's very important that you know um, how they are, what they do, how they do it, what is what is the secret to their success. And they are so happy when you ask, how was your trip? Hmm. A very hmm. easy question. He can come to you and say, how are you? Okay, everybody's good. It's a very standard question. But how was your trip? Was the business good? You said last month uh, you go for a business trip and it was okay, super nice traveling, safe travels, how's the wife, how's the kids. You're always happy and you mm. got more personal talk actually and then you build some trust. Uh-huh. And I love that. They're coming always back, always back. Mm. It's, and it's very important and if, if you give a good 
product, of course. Yeah, of course. Based the product needs to be good. Otherwise, you know, the, the best marketing in the world cannot uh, sort of, you know, market shit product, you know, it cannot defend it, but you're right. Um, okay, so you build your network, you, um, you sort of, do you still going out there, you know, after five years and seeking new customers or are you kind of waiting for them because you've got so many, the network is so big right now that you kind of just... Always looking for new opportunities, mm -hmm. always. Mm -hmm. uh, everywhere I go, uh, I combine also the business of my father with the business of Auger to make, make the measure suits for the customers of my father. I go uh, to big uh, meetings, old-timer meetings, to be there and searching for opportunities. Always nice to help people. And mm -hmm. also those people could help me with my, my problems. Maybe I, I need an, a good uh, car repair man or something. Yes. Yes. Uh, I need tires. Uh, you know, I need a nice uh, painter for my house. And always connecting, always connecting and looking for opportunities. So we help each other, actually. Everybody mm. helps each other. So uh, it's always nice. And the people need to trust you. It's most, most important is trust and being honest. Mm. You must be honest. It's a good color for me. I can say yes because I want to sell it, but I can also say no, actually no, don't buy it. I search for you another color, another fabric, another another wove, another another lining, some details to Super make. Super important, right? Because that what makes you uh, sort of long-term, you bring the long-term value to them because all of a sudden you're not acting um, as a sort of salesperson that trying to flog them, you know, oh, like, yeah, you're going to look good in this and in that and in that, and you want to sell this because you've got too many stock of this. You, you're actually saying, well, tell me more about what you do. Tell me, you know, I, I, you know, what sort of suits you like, what you don't like, where, you know, what's... Um, what was the compliment you got last time from a suit you were wearing? Oh, yeah, I got always compliments when I'm wearing pink shirts. Let's make more pink shirts. Like, you know, so you get that sort of um, questions and answers and you build that trust. I always say it's it's a trusted advisor. We are trusted advisor yeah. rather than salespeople. You're right? more like a stylist at that point. You, first, you're a tailor, mm. an advisor. Mm. Uh, you help people mm. and then you style them, actually. Mm. How? They buy suits, but they don't. They buy a shirt, but mm. which tie, mm. which pair of shoes, which color of shoes. And you can make it very nice and very classic. It's always good for any person. But he's a blonde guy. Um, don't give him uh, too light colors. You give him a nice blue marine suit with a nice shirt coming back. It's always good. Yeah, uh, you can look very pale in some suits. Some yes. people look very pale in some suits, and then they come to me and they say, "Where did you buy that suit?" I'm very honest. I say, yeah. "Where did you?" This one, yeah, I was on a holiday in Marbella. Yeah, you can and tell. tell it, yeah, it looks fantastic. They say. And what did your wife say? She said it was awful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they come back to me and they say, "Yeah, what I can do with the suit." So how you can make a suit looking better when it makes the people pale? So mm. you use a, a brighter color in the shirt, a brighter color in the tie. So mm. the tie of the shirt will be the eye catcher and give color to the face of the person. We're so always looking to help people and and. I said that that's what we do. That's what our passion mm. is. Mm. We searching actually to help how do you how do you find out more information about this? Because that's interesting. Because you you say about pale colors and bright colors and this. How do you know that this is right? Is it just your DNA? Is it just in you, or you were actually searching for that information? You were educating yourself. Um, I I can combine and. Mm. and, and give color to people, yes, no mm. problem. But mm. I searched for the deeper. Um, I did some, um, I would say it's uh, 
tests and some exams in uh, with some color specialists actually. No way. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Okay. I want to be better and better and better in what I do. So nice. I search for the most difficult and the most abnormal, difficult combinations in colors and to see what I can do with it, how can I combine them and who can I help with those colors. So I did a study for it uh, last year for nice. just uh, three weeks actually. It's a very small, it's nothing big, but you, you see the difference. Yeah, absolutely. You see the difference and you see, oh, I didn't know that, but uh -huh. actually you work every day with the same colors, but you didn't know you can could combine some colors together and actually they're pretty nice too if you put them together so what is the sort of color combination that you like the most right now like the sort of uh, and and the color combination that you kind of think uh, let, let's just try that every now and again on customers like is there anything that you like like particularly the most people like to make it more equal like gray gray blue blue something mm -hmm. like that but i like the last time um i'm working with some earth colors you know mm -hmm. earth like brick mm -hmm. Brick orange jacket with a, a, a sand trousers, brown sweatshoes. It's very nice with the denim shirt. So oh, you work no. actually with. Oh my god, that would so nice. Very, uh, pastel colors, uh -huh. brick, uh, sand trousers, light blue denim, very smooth. And now you can work with the grenadine tie and hook tie or something. Really nice in combination. How we sell it, I don't know. Sometimes. The customers are younger and they trust you and they want to do it or they mm. follow you by Instagram or mm. by a blog or by Facebook or site on Pinterest with some bloggers and they try it out. But other customers, you can try to put it on to do something else because mm. you're working for so long. You're almost on the, uh, how you say it, going on a pension to say mm -hmm. it like that. Mm. Stop mm. working actually and then they will change. And when they mm. buy more jackets than suits Correct. because you like jeans or more chinos and then you can combine a different color of jacket and that's how sure. i like to promote and a colorful life actually mm. instead of always always the gray the yes. stripes yes but you can still you know you can still save a great jacket with a nice tie as you said or or unusual color of shirt or or on the lining you know the lining of a jacket could be different or even like on the colors here you know you could have some some funny uh, whatever fabrics and and you can and only the person that wears them knows this until they want to show to the world that that's what it is, you know. But, uh, but I, I also like to have my clients with like little tiny things that they know only that they exist. Like their little, you know, little logo there or little, you know, whatever details, right? And, yeah. and they, if they want to show it, they show it. But if they don't, they don't. And that's like them. So it doesn't have to be a, a, a pink jacket, right? Let's just go maybe pink lining inside and then you show it when you want to show it. And that's it. That's uh, true. How important is to you, um, because you mentioned this as well, kind of social media. I know you're big on Instagram. That's why I followed you. That's where I first come across you. But it's how, what, what else you're doing? How else, you know, how important is Instagram in these days? If anyone would want to start, uh, you know, being not an influencer, because me and you are not influencers. We're just showing what we wear and, and people just yeah. happen to what like it, right? Instagram, actually, if you start your own brand, it's it's nice to show what you do, mm -hmm. what you have, uh, what you sell, uh, what is your product, what is your signature, uh, and the people know what you are, and people are interested in that kind of fashion or style or shoes or 
accessory uh-huh. you want to sell actually with your own brand or your yep. own store. It's really nice to have Alec more like a lookbook. Instagram mm. is more like a lookbook for those people. True. And it's always a nice, uh, it's a nice thing to have and to do also. Because do people buy from you because they see that you some that you wear something? Do you ever have that they you know get a message from them saying, "Oh, you look nice today. I want to look like like I want that, that suit." Do you ever get that? Yeah, I actually, frequently, I I got it very frequently. Uh-huh. Uh, Someone asked me, uh, "The jacket is it for sale? Is it made to measure off out of the rack? Where can I find this?" So mm-hmm. the most accessories you can buy at. Uh, at the website of the store. Mm. Uh, other ones, uh, they make an appointment with me and uh, they come here and check out the fabrics. And uh, True. those customers, I'm going to be honest, customers by Instagram, actually, they go over, as a tourist, they come to Antwerp, they f- follow the way to the store where we are located. They come inside and say, hey, Jeffrey here. My colleagues say, uh, yeah, upstairs uh, in this room. Uh, they're coming up and they say, hi, Jeffrey, I follow you on Instagram. Uh, the last hey. jacket... Show me a picture, and then uh, then they ask how much it costs, and uh-huh. uh, the fabric's still available. And sometimes I say 50-50 chance they buy it because uh, they are tourists. They go yeah. back after two weeks maximum yeah. most yeah. of the time, yeah. and then I send it behind them. And yeah. Yeah. that's the most amazing thing I ever done was sending after four weeks delivery. Uh-huh. Yeah, I called the customer and he said, uh, "Where are you now? I'm on my way back to uh, Greece." And I asked for his uh, home address in Greece. I'm going to send him the jacket. And he said, yeah, I trust you. Uh, I think it will fit perfectly. So it didn't did any second fittings. We just worked from A to Z in one time, flat, one time. And he, I sent it to him. And he sent him a picture with a selfie. I love the jacket. I never do it out again. So it was amazing for me also. Wow. So do, you always, so do you always sort of uh, make the jacket first and then you, you make it or whoever makes it, it comes to back to your store, then you ask people to come to store for the second fitting and then you sort of, you know, change still on them? Is that how you, how you work? I always call it two fittings. The mm-hmm. first fitting is uh, when I measure actually how it feels, how it's going to look. The second fitting is actually the full worked off, only the length and the batones are just uh, sometimes... Um, and they fit it on, but there's always the details. The measurements are always good. I never mm-hmm. had problems with the measurements. Yes. But sometimes they want to change the buttons because the buttons are not what they looked like when mm-hmm. they put it together with a small fabric. Mm-hmm. They would mm-hmm. change the buttons, and that's actually yeah. a second for me. But it's not really a fitting anymore. It's yeah. more like uh, this is how it's going to look. Yes, the finish, changing the finish. Yes. Okay. So. Um, uh, you know, because obviously I've I've been obviously stalking you all on on Instagram, and that's one of the pictures that I that I found on Instagram with 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 you uh, wearing sort of white trousers, pink shirt, and kind of navy jacket. I would imagine that's probably what you've got. So, do you actually? Is, are you just borrowing these to take a photograph in, and then you no, return them to the shop, or you actually own? Like, how big is your wardrobe then? It must be massive. Uh, actually okay <laughs> too, big. too big okay uh, it's bigger than my wife's so okay um and you know because it's it's also uh, very interesting when when i talk to my clients and i talk to people that that sort of uh, know that that what i do that i do made to measure they always are curious about how big is my wardrobe and how how do i combine colors because you know for instance on this picture you could like it's so simple so nice so easy it's kind of you know three colors there is no 
There is no faff. There is no, you know, there's no pity in this. There is just, there is just you, three colors, you know, looking amazing. Um, and it's very often people ask me how, how to combine colors, how to combine, um, you know, whatever they've got in their wardrobe. My wardrobe is quite lean. Their wardrobe is usually, my client's wardrobe is usually ridiculous, but they bought things in like so many different shops. Nothing matches nothing. You know, it's it's disaster, right, usually, because that's that's what normal people are. I mean, normal people who are not in this business, they kind of... They kind of gather the, the the things over the years, right? So how do you choose? How do you combine colors? How do you sort of decide what to wear and how you uh, want to look today? Like, what's the process? Uh, perfectionist at that, maybe. It's uh -huh. a little bit, yeah, it's a little bit wrong for me, maybe. Uh -huh. But every, all my suits hanging in one closet, my jackets, my trousers, and then the shirts from white to black, actually, to say so. Nice. So color uh it's more easy my ties hanging over the over the railings on the inside of my wall so i can take a tie put it to the shirt and it's actually i will be honest uh i start at uh, the shop opens at 9 30 in the morning and i leave my home at 9 mm -hmm. 30 minutes i'm in the store 15 minutes i'll be honest 15 minutes in the store um uh, and i wake up at eight o'clock so it just, I take 15 minutes maximum to make me ready, five okay. minutes to take my clothes and yes. leave, yes. say goodbye to it. So um, it's more automatic now. Because your wardrobe works in the way that you know what you've got and you kind of, you know, that this shirt is going to work with this trousers and, and these jackets. Is that how you? Yes. How and it's very flashy because the red shirt springs out with the white trousers and the blue jacket, and that's nice because it was a nice day also. It yes. was 28 degrees. Yes. So that's what I search every day before also. I check the weather statements. Like today, it's, uh, how you say it, very cloudy and rainy now in Belgium after beautiful three, four weeks of 30 degrees. Now today is 25, so that's why I chose today for a uh, three-piece suit again. So. Yes. Suit, so just a gray anthracite uh, suit with a mm. nice blue tie, white shirt, black loafers, very classy. Still no sockless, so we keep with 25 degrees sockless. Yes. Yes. So uh, it's more business now, but it's it's in combined with the new weather, the changing of the weather. I always try to follow it up. Uh -huh. and Wearing a white shirt, the white trousers is nice with a blue denim shirt, but also nice with the blue stripe, with the blue jacket, more maritime, like they say, with yes. a penny loafer brown. Yes. But I like to wear it also with a, a nice red stripe shirt. So, uh, so if anyone would want to come to Antwerp, they they are on on the way in Belgium. They're like, oh, I, I I'm going to follow this guy because obviously we're going to link your Instagram account on on the description, so they can actually go and see you. And they say, oh, I like this guy. I want to go and see him in shop. What would be you know, the average cost of a, let's say, a jacket, if they would like, oh, let, let me just go in, get measured by Jeffrey uh, in a shop, like what, you know, obviously it depends on fabric, we, we, we know that, but it's like kind of, you know, low range, sort of entry level, because they don't know you, they just want to try how, how well it's going to fit. What would you, how would you say how much that is, more or less? Uh, made to measure, it starts with a nice full canvas and a normal fabric from our own house brand, actually. Mm -hmm. It will take for 400 euros, four mm -hmm. weeks delivery. Nice. And um, yeah, like you said before, the fabric, the details, the make, uh, how it must be made, uh, it will make a difference in the price, of course, and mm -hmm. it will go up for 650 to 700 euros 
with a mm -hmm. beautiful ECB fabric, Lorpiana fabric, four weeks of liberty arm also. So you can make it always fancy like you like. And we be honest, like I said, always be honest. For 400 euros, I can help everybody with a nice jacket. Suits yeah. from 600 euros. Yes. Made nice. to measure. Nice, nice. Because you do bespoke as well, right? Uh, we do bespoke. We do another lot in Antwerp, actually. That's uh -huh. more like a friend of mine in the Volksgrave. Uh -huh. But we do more. Uh, we work with made to measure from Atolini. So uh -huh. we work with Dimitri filling all the orders from Atolini. We work with the orders of Isaiah. We work with Ordo Fina Morgan, uh, Mafai shirts also made to measure, uh, Frey. I don't know if you know it, Frey from Bologna. Uh, so you make your most of your garments in Italy? Is that what it is? Because you, you said you are kind of Italian uh, kind of feel for... I am, if, if any of you are going to follow uh, Jeffrey's Instagram, you're going to see it's very Italian, uh, very sort of, you know, nice, open, relaxed... But is that where, you, where garments are made, or the shirts and all the? You yes, know, yeah. the, the the most the most things uh, most brands actually in the store. We can also do made to measure, and they are all made in atelier in Italy, like Isaiah in Napoli, uh, Atalini in Napoli, and going up. Mineral uh, mm -hmm. is actually a Dutch uh, made to measure department where we work together with Auger, and I think they made it also in to be honest in China. Mm -hmm. uh, it's one of a very beautiful fabric. It's mm. not easy. It's, it's beautiful fabric. We work a long time with it. It's a nice quality. And mineral itself is growing in the world also. They got around 50 shopping shops. So worldwide from Canada to the States, from the States to Italy, Florence. Yes. You see it everywhere now, England. How so important is it for your customers or for yourself if the garments are made in the UK, Italy, China, India? Like, like do we... Do, do customers still care about this, or is that, is that actually one of the most important things when they do they do they ask you about this? No, sixty percent, sixty percent of the persons who buy suits, uh, they trust me, and I tell them honestly, it's made in China by Monroe or mm. going worldwide. But mm. uh, ever said also, I see him coming in with a nice Atalini suit. Yeah, and the, the guy the guy gonna buy Atalini or something, and he go made to measure to La Vega. It made in Italy, of course. Of course. The know that the people yeah. who wear suits with those brands they know where it's made absolutely and and the younger generation they want to have suits they want to look good they mm. want to see instagram they see mm. blogs they see people they, see, mm. they follow their uh how do you say it their stars are following oh he's, he's, he's a good tigress man um I'm, I'm following uh like i said i'm a big fan of uh, john Travolta, and i've seen him in a blue suit i want to know where is the blue suit from and as a fan of yes. john Travolta, I would love to have the same suit. Yes, absolutely. But the younger persons, they, they, they follow it. They want to have a blue suit with a nice tie. They go to the tailor. They ask, is it possible? But they got a budget. And hmm. the young generation doesn't care anymore where it's made, actually. Hmm. And hmm. They, they just want to have it so it looks good on them, right? Rather than, than anything else. And hmm. that's my job, to let it fit like hmm. a glove. Mm. And uh, that's the most important people. Yeah, it's like I said, they trust you again mm. because you are honest. Uh, it's mm. from Bindu, it's a nice Dutch firm. It's uh, made in China, but it's quality, 100%. Uh, I like to wear it myself. I like mm. to combine and use those suits. And mm. I got some suits from Bindu. You're already five years in my closet. So it's quality, to be yes, honest. It's exactly. really quality. And of course, you cannot compare it with an Italian handmade mm. suit mm -hmm. in Napoli. But 
it still stays quality. But the and, but the Napoli Napolitan suit, handmade or even if it's made to measure or whatever else they 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 do, it's probably what double the price from what you would have that one from China. I would imagine easily, right? Yeah, easily, yeah. easily. Because and that and 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 brand. people who make that decision, they need to understand like, do we want to pay that or do we do we want to look good? And that's that's the. But that's, I just say, mm. so about the younger generation don't want to spend that a lot of money, and if you got a customer who wears all his life suits, only the best things in life, they know what they're paying, they know why they pay a lot of money for it because uh, it's something that they want to have. It's more like. Say a statement. Mm. Uh, I wear Atalini because I love Atalini, and the guy is now 60 years old. Uh, he's almost on the end of his career. He wears Atalini, but he started maybe 30 years ago with a Hugo Boss suit. Mm. And by his own experience, he learned to fit in Italian suits, or maybe the other way around also is possible, of course. Mm -hmm. Every, everybody is personal, it's a personal style. Absolutely. Uh, uh, and the people who buys it, and they don't ask about it, they know it. Mm -hmm. But we got a lot of questions. Why is this expensive and why is this not so expensive? True. How is it made? Is it full canvas? Is it glued? Is mm -hmm. it machine? Is it machina? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, yeah, it's more experience and how you're going to... Explain it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so final kind of words for someone who is watching this or listening to this, and and they like, oh, I like, I like this guy. I I, I want to be like him. Uh, I don't know where to start. What would you say to us to someone who is maybe in their twenties? They kind of they kind of like style. They kind of like dressing up. They they understand. They follow in few blogs. They follow in us. They follow in you. They like. I want to start this made to measure. What would you say? Where would they start? What would be the you know the sort of the wisdom from you. Where where would you get them to start? Should they start with blogs, videos, uh, Instagram? Should they just go out there networking? Should they go and see you for? I like what what's the where 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 should they start? Do you think? Uh, if you you asked me when they start their own business, actually. Yeah. So so someone would want to do what you do. I want to be like you. But I'm 22. I'm kind of, uh, you know, out of university. I, I graduated from something. I don't want to do that. I want to be, you know, a made-to-measure specialist. I want to be like you. Ha, ha, what should they do? What's What's your opinion? First of all, they must be they stay yourself. They must mm -hmm. uh, follow the lead. Mm -hmm. And networking is very important. Instagram will follow uh, because what your network uh, creates, they automatically will follow you. Um, I said so. They must find themselves. How do you how do you find the network? Is it is it? We talked about it before, just slightly about you know going out there and meeting people. But do you just come up to any stranger in the street and tell him what you do? Like how, how do you build your network? <laughs> you don't want to know where I hang out. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, it started actually. Like I said, I go to hotels, no, yeah. companies actually, and as they. Uh, they use suits. How? Who sell them the suits now? How can I be better than that one and still help them? Not to be more expensive, not to be cheaper, but give them a better quality. Uh, but that quality. sounds like a lot of work. No, it's just a little bit of research, actually. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just research. Okay. If you know what they wear, uh, 
you've been to hotels, you see some hotels, uh, they wear uh, the blue suits with the gray gilet, with the waistcoats. Um, other ones are just two pieces, blue suits, the most traditional thing you can find in the world. Um, you need to see how can I help those people? How can I be better? Mm. And what I need to do to be better? Mm. And actually, to be honest, you don't need to be cheaper, but you need to be faster in delivery time. That's the most important. Interesting. Let's just quickly, two seconds, talk about that. Why is that important? Uh, a lot of those businesses got a lot of new uh, colleagues, new personal. They change quite fast. And uh, what they can't have is use clothes, put suits on those people, 40 men. There are two new guys working in their own suits. So they got uh, 40 beautiful blue marine suits with a white shirt and a blue tie. And then two new ones with a black suit. Just because they, they don't have, they yes. Wearing the same. So the directors or the organization ask us, how fast can you deliver? Yeah. And that's a big issue in a lot of tailors over the world. They're working with different companies. They send six weeks, four weeks, three weeks, two weeks. And the fastest wins always. So is it... Faster than oh, so what's fast and what's not fast? Like what is... is what's the fastest... People should be looking at two weeks. Is that is that like super fast? Four weeks yeah, is normal. Fast. Six weeks is too slow. But uh, we work with three to four weeks delivery time for a company, and it's more corporate then. And for me to measure, it's from four weeks up to six weeks, depending on the fabric and uh, the make, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But for companies we work, we try to work with three weeks delivery time. Companies. Wow. Okay. So if anyone wants to start this make-to-measure business, they want to start that, they should be looking for a company that can deliver suits in sort of three to four weeks' time. That's yeah. one of the most important things, as you said, right? Yes. Okay. If you want to start with a nice traditional make, with a nice good flow, actually, it's nice to start that business because it's also nice for the person itself to keep busy. Otherwise, it's always meetings, measuring, yes. orders, and then it needs to wait two weeks before it comes. So it, two weeks it falls. Yes. It's very quiet, it's very still actually. Yes. And yes. it needs to go to flow. Yes. And it's more when you got uh, less delivery time and more customers. Sure, sure. Sure. Right, brilliant. Thank you so much uh, for that. Thank you so much for your time. I hope it was useful to everyone who's going to be uh, listening to this or watching this. If you've got any questions, obviously I'm going to link to Jeffrey's um, Instagram. Uh, so Instagram is the easiest way to contact you if anyone has got any questions. <laughs> is it? No. Or, or, or is it YouTube? Or is it other places? No, I only have Instagram. Uh -huh. I don't have Facebook anymore. Uh, I don't do uh, actually YouTube yet. But uh, on Instagram, I got a lot of questions. But okay. uh, it's so nice to answer them one by one. Easy, okay. easy, okay. easy. Like we said, uh, YouTube. No, no. You, you thinking of doing YouTube? Is that what you just said? Yeah, maybe in the future. Okay. They also talk to me a lot of uh, questions about uh, working with YouTube, and uh, mm -hmm. maybe in the future I uh, make some work of it. I don't know really, but uh, yeah. Okay, interesting. Let me know if you need any help because obviously I've made three hundred fifty videos on YouTube, so uh, I've. Uh, yeah, I've done. Uh, I've spent a lot of time in front of the camera, uh, put it that way. So uh, if you need any help, let me know. Uh, but yes, uh, I will. I will obviously link um, all of the stuff to you, um, to you personally, so people can ask you questions if they have got any 
of how to start that made-to-measure business because as you said at the very beginning it's actually you know there is lots of friends in this business there is you know you look at another made-to-measure tailor as a kind of a, a, a colleague a friend in a sense that you're doing you educating the public rather than a, your competitor you know I, I feel the same and I when I was talking to Senna from Mortz and Moore there's this uh, on, um, made to measure guys from London we were also talking to them on podcast and and he said the same thing he said like yeah I, I feel and 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 I I don't think that we've got competition and I and I've have the same feeling from you that you don't think that you have good competition everyone that does the same that you do is kind of friend is kind of in the same sort of vein right because you, you never know whether you're going to need their help whether they're going to need your help with a you know you can always learn from each other and help each other of course in this business and uh, it's always nice to talk with the people who do the same uh to have a nice uh, sartorial talk like they say and uh what the ideas behind the creations and how they I would say, I say separate the self from others, mm-hmm. like you said, with a signature, mm-hmm. the clothing. So it's always nice to hear what the ideas are and yeah. how we can work, make something better. True, true. Brilliant. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, any questions, let me know in the comments below, guys, that you're listening or watching this um, on YouTube. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for uh, asking me. And it was a real pleasure. Thank you very much. Hope you enjoyed this um, super interesting episode with Jeffrey. Uh, I like it for the right of reason. One, that I like episodes where I can take stuff away and apply my business. And one of the things that he mentioned that kind of resonated with me was the fact that your made-to-measure clients expect to see it in kind of four weeks uh, to five weeks' time, whether you're ready to wear customers. Uh, probably most likely going to be two to three weeks. So I have to bear that in mind because I think it's applicable here in the UK as well. Also, uh, the fact that maybe it's not needed to be making stuff in the UK it's not needed to make them in Europe. Interesting, right? I hope you enjoyed that one as well. Hope you enjoy this Making Men Look Smarter podcast. Let us and everyone else know by giving us a five-star review on iTunes. But you know what? We will love you regardless of that, though. Stay stylish. Stay stylish.